Welcome back to Best Hour of Their Day. You know, when we started this podcast, maybe three or four months ago, I reached out to everybody that I knew in the CrossFit world because I didn't think anybody would want to be on the show. Well, turns out I was completely wrong, and we recorded 50 interviews that we haven't even put out yet. So we're trying to catch up on all the interviews we've done so we can keep the current ones relevant. So we're putting out three or four interviews a week, and I'm just super excited about them all. I think you'll you'll find that they're all super interesting. We've had some amazing guests on in that time. I'm going to give you just an idea of who we've got coming for you. We've got Andrew and Jen Charlesworth, who are two amazing coaches out of Michigan that run a successful box. Andrew Frezza, who runs Rockstar Coaching. Carl Paoli, Kristen Lucero, Freddie Camacho, whose wife just won the CrossFit Games on the Mayhem team, Greg Amundsen, Justin LaFranco of the Morning Chalk Up, Keith Wittenstein, Nicola Coyne, uh, so, so many other good ones. We've got Steve Liberati from Steve's Paleo Club, Dr. Sean Pastuch coming back on the show. Uh, so, so many good episodes, but today we've got John Woolley. John created Make Wads Great Again. So maybe you follow them already hysterical dude. And I just had an interesting chat with him on how he got involved in this meme world and how he started making CrossFit memes and what it's like to go from some dude making memes in your basement to being at the forefront of this CrossFit world, hanging with the athletes, becoming friends with them. It's an interesting story. And what I think is cool about it is, you know, just like best hour of their day, you can really do anything in this world, right? Obviously, Fern and I have decades of experience, hours and hours of coaching, but we decided to do something with it. And ultimately you you grow something, be it a podcast or our mentor group that you can check out at besthouroftheirday.com. Or of course, hit me up on Instagram at besthouroftheirday. And John did the same thing with Make Wads Great Again, right? He started making some goofy memes. All of a sudden he's got a couple hundred thousand followers and I mean, I check him out every day just for a little bit of a laugh. So we're catching up on our interviews. We hope you're enjoying them. I I love feedback from you guys. You know, I I love hearing from you guys. Hit me up, whether it's on our Best Hour Instagram. I've got my own personal one. It's the Jason Ackerman. No, I'm not an arrogant dick. Just Jason Ackerman was taken. So the Jason Ackerman, if you have questions for me, comments, you want more interviews, you have people you want to hear. So I know from some of you, it's like, hey, we're putting out too many. I think they're all great. They're all great. Check them out. You're going to learn something with every interview we put out there. And we've got some great ones coming your way. And Fern and I have some amazing things coming in the near future that we're super, super excited about. So check us out, besthouroftheirday.com. If you're interested in our mentor group, you can find out more information there. Or you can hit me up personally or on our Instagram, best hour of their day. All right, so I'm going to chat with John Woolley right now. I hope you enjoy it. It's all about Make Wads Great Again. And go on his Instagram and check him out. The dude is hysterical. Thanks for coming on, John. I know you're visiting family in Mississippi. Yeah. Well, Most people may not be familiar with your name, but they're familiar with a lot of the stuff you're doing out there in the CrossFit space. And what I'm talking about is primarily your 
your viral Instagram page of Make Wads Great Again. So the first question that I want to talk to you about is, is what was the inspiration behind that? Oh, you know, I'm not sure there was an inspiration necessarily. Uh, my daughters talked me into it. I have two teenage daughters and, um, you know, they've said since they were little, they thought I should go viral. That was their term, not mine. Um, you know, they just, they think I'm funny for whatever reason. And my oldest told me that I needed a Instagram page. I had this Twitter handle that I was using that I would put, you know, kind of funny comments out on. And, uh, at the time it was called CrossFit Trump, which was, really just kind of a reaction to the, the uh, current president winning the election. And I thought it'd be funny to do tweets in the voice of Trump, but about CrossFit, you know? So imagine saying things like, Oh, my pull-ups are huge or, or, you know, <laughs> I've got, I've got really, really good snatches. No, they're, they're the best, you know, it's just really stupid things. And so my daughter was like, well, you need a, a meme page. So she created it for me. And she did the very first post and then handed it over to me. And I didn't do anything with it for a while. And when regionals came around uh, last year, I they had a contest to do posts again, hashtag regionals. And the funniest ones would get aired. So I'm always up for a good challenge. So I just fired off a bunch of memes. And next thing I know, one of them got aired. And I went from having 300 followers to 1,000 followers in like an hour. And I was like, okay, well, that was interesting. So I'll try it again. So I did it again. And a couple of the athletes reposted me. And then I went from a thousand followers to 2000 followers. Well, long story short, from like June to August, I grew from the 300,000 or the 300 followers I had to 10,000 followers. Just, I mean, like in two months, which at the time felt like just a ridiculous amount. So I quickly changed the name of the page. I didn't want to stick with this kind of Trump theme. I mean, there's no telling how long it'll be in office and and truthfully, I was getting tired of it anyway. Um, but I wanted to, you know, kind of pay uh, homage to, you know, the history of the page, uh, even a short history. And so I, I changed the name to Make Wise Great Again, um, just to, you know, kind of as a nod to what I was doing before. And I kept the logo I was using uh, at the same time. And it's just kind of snowballed from there. Just it, It's just not it's actually not only is it not slowed down, it's actually picking up now even. So it's it's been a really kind of a wild ride. Well, yeah, talking about picking up, you also have a podcast these days, Make Pods Great Again. And, you know, before we got on, we were talking about your first guest was actually Coach Glassman. So, yeah, you went from deciding to throw up an Instagram page to interviewing the CEO of CrossFit. Pretty big <laughs> deal. Well, yeah, it's weird. Are, are you a comedian in real life? I mean, what's your you know, real job? Well, it depends on who you ask. Um, I think I'm funny, but I'm certainly not a comedian. Uh, at least I don't, I don't get paid to do it. Uh, I'm a banker. I'm actually an executive banker. I, I, uh, run a, a region of retail branches in Cleveland, Ohio. I've got hundred employees, 17 branches manage a little over a billion dollars. So yeah, I've got a, I've got a real job that pays real money. Unlike you know, the, I'm sure everyone thinks I'm going to retire on all this meme money I'm raking in, but, uh, I kind of like banking. So I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> is there meme money? Oh, I'm sure there is somewhere. Um, I'm not realizing it yet for whatever that's worth. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting some free stuff. I got a free pair of shoes. That was pretty exciting. What'd you get? Nanos? No, I got the, uh, the Under Armour, uh, tri-based reins. I was, uh, so this is kind of one of the, the weird things about the page. So I'm followed by, I have a hundred and 28,000 followers as of today, but most of the athletes follow me. And so 
uh, in a very shameless moment, I went on to my story one day and said, uh, hey, I'd really either like a free pair of Under Armors or a free pair of Nobles. Who's going to give it up first? And within minutes, and I mean minutes, uh, Marquand Jones, who was a games athlete, competed yeah. last year, and he owns uh, Rosalind CrossFit in New Jersey, messaged me. He's like, hey, bro, what size you wear? And I'm like, are you serious? And he's like, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll take the white and blues and size 11, send them. So, uh, you know, I mean, I'd still like the no bowl. So if anybody has a connection, I wear size 11, I'll take any color, no questions asked. Um, but it was, yeah, it was a pretty fun moment. So you're sponsored, but you're willing to wear multiple brands of shoes. Yeah. I will take whatever anybody wants to send me. I've got more shoes than Melda Marcos. If God rest her soul. I mean, I've got, uh, I sort of, I, I bet I've got 15 pairs of shoes, which sounds unimpressive, but you got to keep in mind, I rotate them out. So if I, if, you know, I get tired of a pair, I don't hold on to them. I just get rid of them. So. Uh, sounds like that banking money is better than the me money right now. At least. <laughs> at least it at least keeps me in shoes. So that's worth something. Now I don't want to get too political. This isn't a political show and I don't honestly follow a whole lot of politics, but does a little bit of you hope Trump gets reelected just to keep this going? Uh, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't take a stand politically and it, you know, I don't think it matters. Truthfully, I don't do political humor on the page. I do a little, um, only because, you know, the page itself, because it's a meme page, it, it, don't, it lends itself to trolling. So occasionally, you know, I'll do something both directions. There's, you know, I don't, I certainly don't prop one candidate up over the other. I try not to take sides and I, I truthfully really don't have a side. Um, but I will use it to my advantage where I can. Like I made a joke the other day that was, um, I don't remember what it was. It was, uh, always, I said, um, all I'm saying is when Obama was in office, Instagram or CrossFit still had Instagram, you know, <laughs> and, and you know, it, yeah, and I had a few people just lose their minds over that. I'm like, God, Obama's been in office for two years. Like, maybe we need to let this go. But uh, you know, it's, it's just kind of the point of a meme page. You got to troll people some. So there's, I don't think there's anything you can publish on the internet these days that's not going to get hate from somebody. You know, I I saw a thing on Joe Rogan's podcast, and it st- it has stuck with me. Uh, when I when I crossed about that ten thousand, I started to get people that would troll me or say mean things, and I get a lot of mean emails and mean comments and whatever. And his podcast, he said, you know, 10% of the population is just totally batshit crazy. <laughs> completely. Like nothing you can do to to help them. They're just completely nuts. And so I, I, you know, as a banker, I quickly did the math of the number of followers I had and said, okay, well, that's how many crazy people I have. Right. And so, you know, I look at the, you know, 128,000, 130,000, whatever the follower count is now and go, okay, you know, it'd be pretty easy to sit there and do the math on it. And that's how many people that you either are going to have to block at some point or just have to ignore their comments. And that's pretty much held true. Yeah. Rogan's pretty uh, infamous for saying he doesn't check any comments on any of his social media for that reason. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. I read as many comments as I can. I answer every single DM I get and I get hundreds a day. Um, So I answer every single one. I don't answer every comment. I'll certainly get in and mix it up a little where I can or add, you know, smart aleck comments. I think that's kind of the fun part of the page, though. I think the, the followers appreciate it. They want to interact. Um, they want to be heard, you know. So as long as they're not, not, not making things personal and, you know, not being too rude, I'll usually let them do what they want. Um, 
And, you know, I'll go in once though. I don't go in and just stay in the comments. You could just stay in there all day if you wanted to. Yeah. And it probably is cool to allow that side of you come out when you're interacting. You know, you probably have to be pretty professional, John, nine to five every day. And this is a little bit of an outlet, I would assume. Yeah, a little bit. Now, how did you get involved in CrossFit to begin with? You're, you're in Cleveland, Ohio, and do you go to a box out there? Was that your first introduction to it? Yeah, I got drugged to it like everybody else. You get drugged in by a friend. Um, I was at the time uh, doing P90X and, and um, you know, really enjoying it and feeling pretty fit, uh, or at least I thought I was pretty fit. Um, a buddy of mine said, hey, you have to, have to come try the Saints Scar CrossFit. It'll change your life you know, hardest thing you've ever done. I'm like, okay, it can't be harder than Tony Horton. So uh, <laughs> to me, it was much harder than Tony Horton. I went in and uh, tried it and just said, honestly, never looked back. I, I was talking to somebody about this the other day that, um, you know, CrossFit's the only thing in my life I've never mastered or never come close to mastering. Like I, I play guitar as an example and I'm, I think I'm a pretty good guitar player. I'm, you know, good at work, like the things that I do, I can usually get pretty good at pretty fast. CrossFit's the only thing that beats me every time I do it. And I feel like, man, I either left something on the table or I could have been better at that. And I think that's why I've just continued to go back because it's just, it's like a Rubik's cube that you can't solve, you know? Well, like Coach Glassman would say, you're chasing virtuosity and you're never going to master CrossFit. And just like you'd probably say, you're never going to master the guitar. You're pretty good. Right. But you've not mastered it. What box right. do you go to? I go to CrossFit Cliffside. It's uh, it's a new box. It's owned by uh, Spencer and Saxon Pancheck. Um, I was before that was training with Scott out at his gym and uh, CrossFit Mentality, uh, which is in Menard, so about 30, 40 miles north of where I live. And the twins opened their box. And it was ten minutes from my house. So it was a really kind of a no brainer, and they're terrific coaches. So it was a really simple choice. What do they think of your success out there in the I mean world? Well, I continue to remind them how many more followers I have than they do. So they, they, they enjoy that piece. Uh, they think it's funny. You know, they're, I mean, they're young men, you know, really gifted athletes, uh, really kind of funny in their own right. So it's, uh, I think they enjoy it. You know, they give me ideas and it keeps, you know, I, when getting to kind of hang out with them and see what they do gives me ideas to use for the meme. So it's really kind of a perfect companion and they, they're both part of the podcast. Uh, they've been busy trying to qualify for sanctional or qualify for the games through sanctional. So they actually haven't had an opportunity to be a big part of it yet. But once we're kind of past this game season, uh, they'll certainly become a much bigger part of the podcast. So what does it look like when you get the inspiration for a new post? You know, is it you see something first, you hear something first, something randomly pops into your head? How did how would you kind of explain what goes on in the meme world? <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot of different stuff. So I, there are trends. Like I follow trends that are happening on the internet and, and try to apply that. You have to consume a lot of media. So I, you know, watch a lot of Netflix, Hulu, um, read news articles, um, you know, listen to other podcasts. But really for me, like most of the inspiration all comes at once. I, I have a process I follow. I get up in the morning. Usually between five and five thirty, I make a pot of coffee, um, sit down on the couch with my cat. I know that sounds really weird, but he hangs with me, and uh, we sit on the couch, and I just sit there and, and make content. and And it really, I have this weird—I call it a weird superpower—where I can see a photo and just come up with a caption, 
And that's usually all I do. So I'll just look for photos that look funny. And if a caption hits my mind, I just jot it down or I, you know, make a quick post to put it together and hold on to it for a little bit to look at it just to see if I still think it's funny. Um, I can usually knock out 10 to 12 in an hour, hour and a half. And then my whole day's done. I go off to work and just post them throughout the day. And I usually post eight to 12 times a day, depending on how creative I felt that morning. Um, so you do eight then, to 12 unique posts every day? Generally speaking, I mean, these days I'm doing some reposts. I mean, I'm picking up followers so fast. I've kind of got the luxury of doing, you know, using some of my older posts because the new people coming in haven't seen them. And so, you know, repurposing some content is okay. Uh, but yeah, I probably am easily creating. I mean, yesterday I created 12 without even trying hard of totally unique new stuff. Um, you know, I've done six or seven today. I mean, I'm on vacation this week, so, you know, I did six or seven today already. Um, and how far out do you plan those? Um, I don't the same day. Same. So, so let's, let's walk through one. I'm, I'm scrolling through your Instagram. Let's, let's, let's pick on a big topic. <laughs> the Garrard's testing positive. Oh man, that was, right. that, consumed, that consumed my whole day yesterday. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of hate mail for that. And, and a lot of people egging me on, it went both directions. Did you get hate mail? Did like Ricky reach out to you? No, he didn't reach out to me. But what, what is like, what's initially happening when in your mind, all right, first of all, where do you even find out the news? The other Gerard brother, I'm not even sure his first name. Um, uh, ben. Ben, so ben, yeah. ben Gerard tests positive. Where do you even hear that? Well, that, so I caught that on morning chalk up. Um, now I, I didn't ask them, but you know, at this point I've made enough connections, like, you know, so like I read the morning chalk up and then I immediately start sending texts to people I know within CrossFit HQ or people that were former CrossFit media and start asking questions like what's going on? Is this real? <laughs> you know, but you know, Justin who runs morning chalk up is deadly accurate. He's for anyone that needs CrossFit news. He's the guy to go to, man. He's really good at what he does. Yeah, I've interviewed um, Justin. His his episode will probably have aired before this, but yeah, I've interviewed Justin, and he's a he's a great guy. Yeah, he's a, he's really solid. So you know, as soon as I saw his, I'm like, okay, it's real. Like he doesn't, you know, not post accurate stuff. Um, and so at that point, you know, I'm like, all right, well, you've got an athlete. You know, in this case, it was a very unique story. Ricky had finished third at the games a couple of years ago, and then got busted. So he took Vellner's spot away from him, stood on the podium. So Vellner didn't get a stand on the podium and then he got busted for drugs. And so now it's his brother getting busted for the exact same drug. Now, I'm not his judge and jury, but that shit's just funny to me. I'm sorry, but that is an easy topic. And the thing that's, you know, people have to understand about um, a meme page and actually just the, the public in general is that people don't want the nitty gritty details. Matter of fact, I still have people messaging me asking me, when did the CrossFit media team get fired? Or why did CrossFit leave Instagram? Like, this is old news. People don't read the details anymore. So when you have kind of a big picture joke like this, that people know the first athlete and it's easy to put the second one with them because it's clearly his brother and they got the same drug, like that's the easiest joke ever to make. Um, it's almost and, like in, in the meme world, you have to make the easy joke, but you have to in turn make it funnier than just some Joe Schmo on the street would make it. 
Yeah. So, um, there's an art to it and, you know, you need some creativity, um, you know, and like this Gerard thing was really, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting topic because it's touchy to people. Um, you know, I've said for a long period of time now, you kind of have to piss off 10% of your audience to be really successful. You need people to be on edge a little, you need some of them to be mad. You mostly need them fighting with each other, not with you. Uh, so it's an easy topic to talk about. And truthfully, like I, as a person who trains with games athletes, I mean, I've trained over the course of my career and it's not career of my journey through CrossFit. It's um, a career. It's his career. Yeah. It feels like a career. I've had six coaches and five of them have made the games. So, you know, I've got a lot vested in watching these guys train day to day and they don't do drugs. Like they don't do, they don't do performance enhancing drugs, you know? And, um, so I get passionate about it. When I see somebody else taking away other people's prize money and their livelihood, it, you know, it makes me annoyed. So I was like, all right, this would be a good day. I'm, you know, it's kind of the perfect storm. I'm on vacation. I got nothing better to do. Let's see what happens. And then, you know, the first meme took off and then the second one and the third one. And then I just kind of kept going for a while. And then even I get tired of it, you know? So I think I gave maybe eight when it was all said and done. Um, which was your favorite of the eight that you did? Oh, um, I thought the most creative was the one where he was on the the bicycle. That's the one I was looking at. Yeah, yeah the last time. time. Go ahead. Uh, last time a Gerard had a positive experience on a cycle. Yeah, I was pretty. I thought that was clever. I like a good pun. <laughs> so I thought that was clever. Um, you know, there's a fine line. I mean, look, it was mean. I mean, I'm not, I'm not even going to sit here and defend, you know, me roasting the guy for a full eight to 12 hours or however long it goes on. I mean, it's, you know, certainly I went all in on what he did was crummy and what he did was crummy. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I'm not sure it's much better what I did to be honest, but it's, you know, that's kind of the point of a meme pages, you know, my, kind of my vision on it is that, you know, if you're at the top, you're going to have to be able to take some people making fun of you. And for the record, you know, people think I don't, but, I get memed and posted and like people try to roast me. I've had people try to pick fights. They do mean posts about the work I do. Like it's just, it comes with the territory. If you are going to put yourself out there, you have, there's an expectation that people are going to come after you. And, and my feeling is if you put yourself out there and you do something crummy. People are absolutely have the right to come after you. No different than, you know, as a banker, like I think of Wells Fargo, Wells Fargo went out and, did some really horrible business practices and they got roasted for a long period of time. And you know what they should have. And, you know, whether you agree with it or not, if people do crummy things in CrossFit and take away the livelihoods of others, I'm going to call them out and it's going to be mean. And it's just, you know, I mean, isn't that really what memes are to some extent too? I mean, there's not, there's funny memes. Don't get me wrong, but you're also a comedian and, I mean, and I don't know if that's how you classify yourself, but you're a comedian. This is probably a newer genre, cat- subcategory of comedian. And comedians notoriously are like, there's nothing off limits. I mean, even as far back as like after 9-11, it was like, okay, when I've heard comedians on other podcasts, and like, when is it okay to joke about these things? And yeah, if you're in the public eye, that's part of it. And the CrossFit Games athlete is in the public eye. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I don't, I guess, you know, I may be even going to step back a little on what I said about it being mean. I mean, memes are, 
they are mean, but they're also funny. They're, they're ludicrous. Like if you, even if you look at all the photos that I use, like most of those photos I used yesterday, the, the intent is that the picture itself is funny and you're trying to convey a story through the funny picture, like a more kind of a more serious story through the picture. Right. So I was, what I was attempting to do. And I think sometimes I did real well and other times were just okay is, you know, say, Hey, this is a crummy thing that was done. And then, but you look at the picture and go, man, it's really funny. <laughs> you know, like that picture makes it seem different. You know? Um, I don't know. You know, I don't, I honestly don't do that a lot these days. Like I only tend to go in on people when I think it's a really kind of an egregious error. Typically the page itself is more relatable content. It's just spending time talking about the things that happen in the gym. Like today, for instance, kind of one of the posts that took off was a a girl from, I think it was, um, full house, full house. Yeah. She's running through the, running through the house going, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. And the caption was when you hear a coach go 10 seconds and you're still in the bathroom, you know, like I can't tell you how many times it's happened to me in the gym where you go to the bathroom before the wad's about to start and you hear the coach go 10 seconds and you're still in there and you're like, Oh my God. And you're like pulling your shorts up, you're bunny hopping to the door, trying to get out there to, you know, get to your barbell. And that's me every workout. Yeah. And so I think, you know, I try to keep the page more relatable um, than that. But occasionally when a topic comes up like this, I go all in on it because truthfully it does two things. The more it generates a lot of conversation in the community and bluntly it generates a lot of followers for the page. I mean, the yeah, page, I it always spikes. If you didn't, you would get people reaching out to you. Why are you not doing this? Yeah. I, I did ask a games athlete yesterday, you know, if one of my friends gets popped and I don't, respond this way am i going to be a hypocrite <laughs> she's like yeah absolutely but we would understand no and yeah. i mean that was actually my next question you know you you mentioned five of your six coaches have been games athletes yeah. and i'm certainly not accusing the panchik brothers or anyone but you're surrounded maybe by some athletes that have become your friends you hear one of them you know test positive for peds do they appear on make wads great again probably not I know it's hypocritical. I mean, I guess it would depend on who it was. I told the twins if they ever got popped, I'm going to roast them till they're just dust. Um, but the, you know, it's because I look at them like my little brothers, right? Um, you know, but yeah, I mean, you know, I'm like anybody else. Um, you know, if this were a friend or someone I considered a friend, I would probably not. Um, you know, I guess I'll cross that bridge when I get there. Hopefully, we'll never get there. I, I'm not naive. I, you know, there are certainly athletes that use and i'm sure there are athletes i know that use um i don't know they're using clearly but um i like to think everyone isn't but you know i guess we'll cross it when it gets there fingers crossed i never get there do the members at your box worry about what they do and say in front of you <laughs> only occasionally uh occasionally i'll have one of them go don't mean that or you know i better not see this online later you know um no, but usually not, but I, that is where I get great ideas. Like, and some of them I'll just tell them, Hey, I'm going to use that later. And they're like, good. You know, they get excited that they kind of made the page or created something. Now you mentioned your daughter started it. Are they jealous of the success? No, what? No, I said, I, I did one of these not that long ago and I said they were, and then they roasted me for it. No, you know, they, there was a quick moment there where they couldn't believe I had so many more followers than them. And then uh, you know, now they're kind of used to it. Uh, they haven't been to any of the events with me where people see me and want to get their picture made with me. So I don't think they fully wrap their minds around like kind of how many people follow the page, even though they've seen the followers, like they've never seen it happen live. And 
So I kind of want to take them to a CrossFit event just so they'll think I'm cool, even though I'm not, but we'll see. Do you get recognized a lot out there? At events? Yes. I get mobbed at events. It's ridiculous. It's the dumbest shit you have ever seen. I swear to God, it is so dumb. And I don't get me wrong. I love talking to followers. I love getting my picture made with people. I love finding out where they're from. Like, I am so grateful for anyone that follows the page. So I don't want to make it sound like I don't like it because I do like it. But it is so dumb. Like, I went, I was at the Mac and I was doing work for the Mac. So I had a press pass. And I walked out on, I came out where the athletes were, came out the back. And I walked out on the floor and I had literally just stepped foot on the floor and I hear some girl go, Oh my God. And next thing I know, I'm like locked in a bear hug with some girl. I don't know. And she's an athlete. So she's sweaty. Like she'd been working out and, uh, she's like, I get my picture made with you. And then I got a line of like five people want their picture made with me. Like, it's just the weirdest thing is, you know, it's which I actually, I just love the fact that people connect with the page and relate to it so much that they want to do that. It just seems weird to me, but, but it's fun. Now, do you have a favorite post of all time on your on your Instagram? I do. Well, there's um yeah, there's a video. It's one of the video posts. Uh, it was from Key and Peel. It was the one I forget which one of who's who. I think maybe it's Peel is playing Obama, and he's walking around, and it's the the skit is where Obama meets someone who's white. He's like, "Hi, how are you?" and shakes their hand. And when he meets someone who's African American, he's like, "My brother," and like, <laughs> you know, gives you know and does this hug and you know all this and so over it i've put words over every character so every white person i put words like assault bike ghds like all the things you would hate and over all the african americans i put all the things in crossfit you would love you know like rest day and there's one and there's the fun the punchline of the video is he meets three people at once they're all african american and over each one i put booty shorts and he's hugging all of them you know it's just it's really and that that one has i've i've posted that one like half a dozen times and it kills every time it's just really like funny visually it's really really funny you know that's the thing i think people see these memes and like oh that's easy i can do it that's hard that's very creative and (laughs) you can get up at 5 a.m and sit with a cat in order to do it successfully some some of it's easy i will fully admit some of it is like really simple the thing that i've noticed is watching other other meme accounts and other people's accounts, it isn't so much that it's hard to do. It's whether or not you're going to, it's kind of like CrossFit. You have to have the commitment to do it and consistently do it. People want consistent content. And so I give them eight to 12 posts every single day. They know it's coming. They know what they're going to get. They know what type of content it's going to be. And, you know, if you're willing to put in that kind of work for a long period of time, you know, and you, it has to be good content, you know, uh, and then I bury it up. And so I think that helps is that it's not just memes. You know, I do commentary, I do satire, I do news articles, I roast things. I mean, there's, you know, seven, eight different kind of things that I do. Um, what's what's your goal with it? Where do you want this to go? What what do you foresee? Well, my kind of my first goal is to get to, I want to get to 250,000 followers is kind of my next immediate goal. I mean, I'm at almost 130 now. Um we want to double your followers. Yeah, well, I mean, I did almost 25,000 last month. So, yeah, I mean, it's certainly possible. I don't know if I can keep up that pace or not, but, you know, I'd like to do that. I'd like to really build out the podcast. I mean, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, you know, I'm certainly getting plenty of interviews scheduled. We just, uh, Nicole Brazier, who's a CrossFit Games um, 
uh, sideline reporter is joining the podcast to help us do the news. And so we're going to kind of build that out, maybe two posts a week on the podcast. Um, I don't know, just see where it goes from there. That's, that's really awesome. Now you, you talk about the podcast, you interviewed coach Glassman. How nervous were you getting ready for that? Uh, getting ready. I was probably pretty nervous. Once I got there, it wasn't so bad. We, um, we met for breakfast. We had a two hour breakfast, um, talked forever felt like, and then went back to the studio and talked for another, another hour and a half. He's easy to talk to. You got to keep in mind, like there's not much to do. You ask him one question and then he's going to talk for as long as he wants to talk. And he, that's exactly what he did. Asked him one question. He talked for 25 minutes. I asked him the second question. He answered for another 20 minutes. And this went on for about four questions. We got an hour and a half worth of content. Um, so it wasn't too bad. He's a great guy. I mean, he is really uh, accommodating, um, just really nice. You know, he certainly has his opinions on things. And, you know, you're not going to sway him, but he's, he's easy to talk to. Did you have any question that you wish you would have asked him? Well, um, I have a lot more questions I want to ask him. There was nothing in that interview that I didn't ask him. Like I didn't hold anything back, but I also didn't throw any hard questions at him, but that wasn't the point of the interview. Um, you know, I've had people ask me, why didn't you ask him this? Or why didn't you ask him that? You know, that wasn't really the point. Like we wanted to talk about CrossFit health and, and his vision for the company and wanted to allow him the time to do that. And, and, you know, keep in mind, it was our very first podcast. Like we hadn't interviewed anybody up to that point. So, you know, certainly not going to go in there and, and, you know, start asking him the hard hitting questions or, you know, like people want to know, you know, what does he do for workouts or why doesn't he CrossFit or whether he does or not. I'm not going to go in and ask him that on the yeah. first interview. People want uh, the, the dick questions, if you will. I mean, I yeah. think, you know, and that's, that's a very quick way to end an interview too. So it might seem easy in theory, but then a, you like and respect the guy. I don't want to be a dick. And B, once you do that, he's he's shut down for the rest of the interview. Well, look, the guy, he created the thing that changed my life. Like, why am I going to go in and be a jerk to him? Right? Like, I don't agree with everything that he does, but I don't agree with everything my parents do. Like, it doesn't, <laughs> doesn't mean I'm going to be mean to him. Like, you know, I, I certainly want to go back. I do want to ask him what he does for a workout regimen. Uh, not in a mean way. I just like to know. I, I don't think he's out of shape for the record. I know no, people, people but, you know, he's, he's in pretty good shape. And I, you know, I want to know what he does. Uh, I already know what he eats. I've seen him eat. I had breakfast with him. He's really healthy. He's yeah. very, I mean, paleo, he, he doesn't uh, diverge from his plan of, you know, off the couch, off the carbs at all. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you a little bit better. I'm excited to continue to see what you're putting out there. Anything we didn't touch upon that you'd like to share? You know, we've got some new listeners potentially that don't know you. No, I, you know, I guess nothing additional. I mean, other than, you know, I'm serious when I said I, I read every DM and look as many comments as I can. So anyone that decides to follow or that, you know, is watching this, that is following, if you've got content ideas or things you want me to touch on or just questions, just shoot me a message. I'll get back to you as quick as I can. And, you know, I, I'm really just trying to build a community over here and, and, you know, that's the fun part for me is getting to know people. So I hope other people join and become a part of it. Certainly will. And then one question I always ask every guest is, do you have a book that you recommend the listeners check out? Oh, the closest thing I've had to a book lately has uh, been Netflix. Uh, <laughs> no Freakonomics uh, or anything since you're in the uh, banking world? 
Uh, no, you know what? I was, uh, the other day I was reading a book, Sugar Free by uh, Corinne Thompson. She's the head of CrossFit Health. Uh, you can pick it up for like three bucks on on uh, Apple. Um, you know, that one's actually pretty eye-opening when you're wanting to, you know, start figuring out how to find, you know, better health and nutrition in your life. Uh, I'll definitely check that out. And if any of the listeners can hook John up with a pair of Noble size 11, he's not yes. even picky, not even picky for the design reach out to him or let me know and I'll make sure to connect you guys. But I appreciate it, John. Thank you so much for me. Enjoy Mississippi. Thanks. I appreciate it. Are you, are you hitting a box while you're on the road? Yeah, actually I'm, I'm headed there. Since I'm done with you, I'm going over there actually to do a podcast, uh, CrossFit Rise to Fitness, a uh, local gym here, just an amazing box. And uh, they're doing some great work with teens. So I'm going to talk to them about their teen initiative. Very cool. Make sure to check them out on Instagram. Check out the podcast. I listened to your one with Coach Glassman. It was great. Like you said, he did a majority of the talking, but it was still, I, I can listen to that guy talk forever. So uh, great job with that. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to best hour of their day. And just so you guys know, it is bonus week. We're going to be bringing you an episode every day, Monday through Friday this week. And we've got some great, great interviews and episodes coming your way. Check out best hour of their day.com. If you haven't already, and you can find us on social media at best hour of their day or email us best hour of their day at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you.